standing up in McKinney. This is According to Kalos. It is December the 2nd, a Friday. That right, it is a 5 for Friday, episode 315. Before we get started, let me remind you, if you want to help me make a difference in Collin County, Texas, you can subscribe to the show. You can share the show. You can like the show. You can comment on the show. You can put it on your social media. Every little bit helps. We've got to get the word out. We've got to make a difference. And here we go. On with the show. Number one. MISD. One down. Six to go. Yes, it seems that uh, Dr. Rick McDaniels has tendered his resignation. Now, mind you, he tried to resign roughly a year ago, or at least signaled his intent to do so, and they gave him a healthy sum of money to stick around for another year because they were wholly unprepared for this eventuality. In fact, they didn't have any due diligence or succession plan in place, so they had to bribe the guy to stick around for an extra year. Now, if you've been following along in McKinney ISD, you know that has not been an enjoyable experience for six members of the school board, actually all seven, but for different reasons, and the superintendent. And as far as I know, there is an heir apparent in waiting whom at least by my understanding, is wholly unqualified for that position, having not yet been a superintendent anywhere else. It would seem to me, before you're given the reins of a school district the size of McKinney, you might ought to have started somewhere else, or worked your way up to a district of this size, or perhaps had your doctorate for more than five minutes in administration, or whatever that doctorate might be in, or perhaps, I don't know, you earned it by actually knowing the material and knowing how to do the job as opposed to who you know. But as you may be well aware, those of you who follow politics, often it does very little to know it's who you know, not what you know. Sadly, that holds true even in school districts. You know, I would love nothing more than take the politics out of, quite frankly, everything. And we're going to polish off an old yarn that I've said, you may not care about politics, but politics cares about you. That's right. Those of you who want to believe that at the municipal level, that would be the school district and the city council, that they're truly not partisan and they're all there for what's best for the city and the district and for the children. No, that's not. Everybody has an agenda, whether it's partisan or not. That agenda affects everything that goes on. And quite frankly, the lowest common denominator usually comes down to a partisan agenda. Oh, they may color it one way or another. They may claim it's one thing or another, but it always is the agenda. And almost always tied to it is a right or left agenda along with it. It is not for any other reason that I say this. You always have to pay attention and you always have to know the politics of what's going on. So I would say to you that if McKinney ISD fails to do a full nationwide search for an appropriate succession of a superintendent, perhaps maybe getting somebody with, well, I don't know, lots of experience in a school district that was at least the size of McKinney before they hire somebody, I would be severely disappointed. I would be even more disappointed if they try and 
say, well, we've been grooming this individual to be the superintendent for some time, yet nobody has any idea what that person's been doing, and they don't have the qualifications to justify it. It's not like McKinney's got... 20,000 people or 50,000 people anymore. We have over 200,000 people. There's a certain level and a certain expectation put upon a superintendent or a school district when you achieve that status. We're paying the guy $1,000 a day to be our superintendent, which may or may not be a lot of money depending on how you look at it, but I'm a little concerned just who are we going to throw in that spot when he leaves. Number one, done. Number two, the best or the most conservative state representative that we have in Collin County has made his number one bill that he's put out today, or so far, if you will, a bill to remove Confederate Heroes Day. Yes, because there is a cry and a need to dismiss the history of Texas, to blot out what's gone on before, to not revere our past. No, we can't allow that. We must do that. Never mind the border, still a mess. Never mind the drug mess. Never mind the genital mutilation. Never mind the trans this, that, and the other thing. Never mind that we can't even protect the boys' bathroom or the girls' bathroom. No, no, we have to be worried about somebody might celebrate something having to do with Confederates. I'm just going to say that seems to be a little bit of a misplaced priority. And sadly, it's by what up to this point would have been the most conservative state rep we have in Collin County. Color me extremely disappointed. Number three, the Republican Party of Texas has a list of priorities. Those priorities nowhere on there is anything that has been put forth as of yet. Hey, but don't worry. Apparently, there's somebody out there who wants to make sure that men can get their abortions too. This is the clown world we live in, even in Texas. Don't understand it, but that's what we're doing. We're worried about things that we need not be worried about, where the priorities are quite clear what the Republican Party, what the conservatives, what those people who get these guys elected want, and they pay very little attention to them. They may give a little lip service, but at the end of the day, they're going to do just enough to get themselves reelected. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not alone this time. There's going to be a whole lot of us watching what goes on down in Austin. There's going to be buses going down. If you are so inclined, you should reach out to Brandon Burden in Frisco, North Texas conservatives. They're going to be running that bus down about once a week. Contact him. And get, a, get on board. Go down and see our state reps in person. Our state senator, she'll be down there too. If you would rather just sit at home and do a video chat, you can reach out to Brian Newman over at Colin Strong. Um, generally, the party leaders and the uh, club leaders are the ones that do most of the talking. But as a precinct chair or a invited guest, you can listen in. And you can hear what's going on and you can get the feedback. I'm sure Brian would appreciate hearing from you. Um, Look, these guys aren't going to do anything we want them to do if we don't hold them to it. If we don't make sure they're accountable for what they do. Now, I would tell you that last session was marginally better than the session before, which was marginally better than the session before that. That's all we can hope for is to keep moving the needle, keep pushing a little more. 
it is a priority that we don't have Democrats as chairman on these committees. Dade Phelan, I don't think he cares one way or the other. I think he does whatever suits him best. But if our state elected officials don't go to the guy that they elect to be the speaker and say, hey, you know, my constituents really don't want you to be putting any more Democrats in charge. And they're really going to beat me up if I support you as the Speaker of the House this term. I really need you to not do that. I mean, if they're not even willing to do that, why do we need them? What is the purpose of sending a state rep down there if they're not going to actually represent us? Inquiring minds want to know. Okay, number four, update on the book. So I mentioned earlier in the week that I was going to be doing a review on the Benedict option. I got about three quarters of the way through it. And I thought, well, there's a couple of really interesting key points here that it's worthy of my time to do a review. Just as I'm about to wrap up the book, uh, Rod Dreyer piles on a guy uh, related to this book on Christian nationalism. Now, whether you support the idea or don't, or whether you have any idea what that means or don't, to pile on something for dubious reasons is just kind of beyond the pale. It's it's something the left would do. And it's very disappointing when we have people that are on the right that see themselves as thought leaders, that see themselves as, you know, intellectuals. They pile on people because they got offended. I'm sorry, but that's not really impressive to me. And that would be bad enough in amongst in of itself. But then I come to find out, and I guess I live in a hole because I had no idea. But apparently in April of this year, uh, Rod and his wife decide to go separate ways. And apparently they have been in a bad spot for nine years. And But he just let it go. He's over in Hungary or wherever now, not paying any attention to his wife and kids. He has three kids. Now, I don't know how old they are. It's, you know, I don't mess around with people's private lives. I stay out of that. I'm not going to choose sides. I don't know what went on, but it would seem to me that your number one priority is to save your marriage. I mean, look, I can't say that my wife has a super easy job being married to me, but she makes it quite clear when I'm coloring outside those lines too much and I need to rein it in. She, uh, she is a very good partner to me. And I would just suggest that I keep that in mind when I'm looking at this book because out of the uh, 200 some odd pages in there, I had three takeaways. And it seemed... Well, I'm, I'll save the review. I'm still going to do a review. I think I'm going to do it one episode now. I, I just I really thought I'd have more to say on it. And I, I just don't see it. So that's my update. I'm just really disappointed <laughs> That the, uh, you know, I had, I didn't want to find out about that author because that kind of put a damper on my spirits. But honestly, the book was a little bit of a letdown just to be upfront about it. But we're still going to talk about it. I think there's still some redeeming, interesting things in there and we'll, we'll carry on. All right. Number five, Christmas parties. It's that time of year. Everybody has a Christmas party. Every group wants to, you know, entertain you, bring you in, get involved. So to that end, I am uh, 
partial to the group I belong to, which is the Collin County Patriots. And we are throwing in with oh, at least a half a dozen, maybe a dozen other Republican or conservative clubs in Collin County. And on December the 12th, which is next week, Friday, I believe. Nope. It'd be the following Tuesday. Wow, man. Let me just look. Yes, it is actually um, not next week, Monday, but the following Monday. So 10 days from now. <laughs> Boy, I could do that math, can't I? We're going to have a Christmas party. It's going to be at December 12th. I said that three times now. At 6 o'clock p.m. at the Redemption Point Church. That's 107 East Lamar. And we have wrangled the special MC of none other than Alex Stein. Now, I will tell you up front, not expecting a whole lot of party officials or elected officials. Quite frankly, some would say that's better. More time for the grassroots, more time to talk in kibitz without having to get a speech about all the things that they say they're going to do in Austin. But if you have the slightest bit of interest or you're the slightest bit involved, come and join us at the R3C Republican Coalition of Collin County for those of you playing along Christmas party. We're going to do a fundraiser for some charities. We're going to just have some fun, some games, and don't forget to wear your ugly sweater or Christmas outfit if you are so inclined. Now, this is all over social media. There have been emails that have gone out and I'm looking forward to it. The last several have been a lot of fun. It's time to set aside the club differences, the um, degrees of conservative issues. All that stuff gets set aside. We come and celebrate our Lord's uh, delivery onto earth for his earthbound ministry. And we're going to spend some time in fellowship and have a good time. And when that's done, then we can go back to the business at hand, which is grassroots organization and lobbying to get conservative things done down in Austin. Make the most of this time, folks. Enjoy the well-deserved downtime, a little time with the family, the little time with the friends, and, you know, maybe just a little reflection on reminding ourselves that no matter how tough things may be, no matter how discouraged we may be we still live in one of the best states in this country and at least at this time we can still say our country is one of the best countries in the world and i refuse to i refuse to write it off i refuse to say there is no future um I think there are several ways forward. I think there are several things that we can do to redeem the state, redeem the country. It just is going to require a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work and dedication and some people that are willing to make a sacrifice. And with that, I will say welcome to Friday. Enjoy the weekend. Spend that time with your family and friends and we'll look forward to catching up with you in 10 days at that Christmas party. As always, I will see you on the other side.